Girl, let me tell you about your new favorite podcast presented by Black Women Social with your hosts, Adrian and Nairiko. We'll be discussing various topics centered around our outlook as Black women from different walks of life. So tune in and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black Women Social and our website at theblackwomensocial.com. Can I tell you something? What? Bitches ain't shit and they ain't saying nothing. A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. What trap you be in? The honey trap. Uh, I be in the trap with the niggas. (laughs) All right. I see you want to catch a felony charge. (laughs) Ride or die, baby. I seen 60 days in. I ain't trying to go to jail, bitch. Hey, I was so weak because on one of the, on the woman's prison one, the girl she's like she got all her teeth, her hair pretty. <laughs> like I know she ain't supposed to be in here. <laughs> you saw the one in Georgia, right, Fulton County? Girl, that one had me shook. That shit was whiff, so sick. Yeah, they was high as hell. They was trying to make that one girl gay. Like, dude, that girl like, fell in love with the inmate. <laughs> She was like, we all have sex in here. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, fall in? That's that's different. They different. <laughs> They're built different. <laughs> that reminded me of um two chains at the event for Kamala. <laughs> and with that being said, said I'm different. I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was that was, <laughs> that was prime nigga tree at work and I loved every second. <laughs> okay. Maybe a lawsuit. Okay, Miss Paralegal. <laughs> Let me find out you've been reading them law books. <laughs> you know. Um fucking trying not to lose my shit every two seconds of the day. <laughs> not every two yeah dude i've been like meditating a lot because my brain can't stop and i'm always like thinking of shit and Mm -hmm. so like also like everything going on trying to fucking stay positive but you know (laughs) sometimes like things just kick your ass and right now my ass is getting beat so i just (laughs) no (laughs) i'm so serious I'm literally getting beat the fuck up. Like, I have a black eye. I literally have a black eye. And, you know, I'm trying to stay positive. And um, I've just been doing a lot of meditating because I just want to try it for 30 days and see, like, what happens, what changes. So that's what I've been doing. And also, this is kind of funny, but it's not funny. But my dog had a freaking anxiety attack. A dog. A dog. No, that story is crazy because I didn't know that animals could have, like, suffered from mental... (laughs) I don't like the word mental illness, and I don't like mental disorder, but mental misalignment, disalignment. Chemical imbalance in the brain. (laughs) Yes, I didn't... I thought them motherfuckers was just all eat, sleep, and play. Nah, bro, this nigga was off the shits. And I, I took him to the vet, and he's like, yeah, he has some behavioral issues. 
Um, you could either take him home and just like maybe try and like give him more attention. I was like, I give this guy more attention than he needs. Anyways, you could either take him home or we could put him on Prozac or Xanax. I was like, what? Like dogs can take those type of things? I would have fucked around, took the prescription and took that shit for myself. Do they have a different formulation for a dog? I don't know, but I was like assuming maybe it was formulated for dogs. I don't know, but like I really don't want to put him on drugs and girl. I mean, I could have like got it and then maybe used it for myself, but like I don't want to do that. <laughs> True. Next thing you know, you're going to be like, he needs more. <laughs> I need more. four more bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's double the um, dosage, doc. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but how's your meditation been going? Like, have you noticed any differences or anything? Like, yeah, like all? honestly, it's been like a week, and like I definitely noticed difference. And okay, so I try and squeeze it in in the mornings, like when I wake up, I try and do, mm-hmm. you know, my at- attention span. Sometimes, like, it, I just can't. So I do ten minutes of meditation, guided meditation. So I made a playlist on YouTube. And I just added all of the like 10 minute guided sessions on there. And then I even added five minute ones. So like the days where I just don't have time, I could do like a mm-hmm. quick five minute one. Um, I think it's just important. It doesn't matter how long to me, I guess. But as long as I get it in at, during that day. Um, but what I've noticed is I feel like my overall mood is better. I feel a little bit more calm and like, um, yeah, calm and actually like i've been able to sleep very well lately because i wasn't able to sleep because my mind just kept going like i'm gonna be honest like one night like i couldn't fucking sleep like i don't know what was wrong so i just cried because i was like my mind like don't stop i just want to sleep and then like crying made me go to sleep but like i was like "Uh uh-uh we gotta do something different because i can't do this every night that always does the trick girl i used to I used to wake up and be like, when did I go to sleep off them cry sessions? (laughs) That'd be the best sleep, though. It really do. That, when you get your ass beat, (laughs) and when you be in a cush coma, you just wake up feeling like, all right, I am ready to start whatever needs to be started. I am refreshed. I haven't been meditating, but I've been trying to just have more of a night routine Mm -hmm. because now that I'm working full time, I have to wake up. I have to be like in by eight and I'm the type of person where, yeah, I could wake up at seven 52 and still be in cause I'm working from home, but I like to at least be up 30 minutes before, you know, like even if I'm not going to get out of bed, like I need to be up. I need to make time to brush my teeth, wash my face, make some tea. Like you don't want to just hop straight out of bed and go straight to work. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I've been trying to have a nighttime routine, um, which includes like reading or journaling at least an hour before bed. So I give myself a bedtime at 12, which is probably going to get bumped to 11 because (laughs) when that alarm clock goes off at 735, (laughs) I'm just like, it feels like it's like three and I don't know. 3 a.m.? Yes, girl. I'm like, it's early. And it's so crazy because when I was still in college, I would have to go to work. I would have to wake up at like four and be at work at five. But it was so easy for me to do that and then get off and then go to school and then go hang out. And by the time I get home, it's like, oh, time to go to bed and like do this all over again. 
But now, I guess, since everything's at home, like, that structure is harder to have. Mm -hmm. So I have to, like, really be um, disciplined. Yeah, it definitely requires a lot of self-discipline to, like, work from home. Yes, it does. Because, girl, I be getting up making snacks. And they're like, were you at your desk? Like, did it at all? I'm like, girl, I have to go to the bathroom real <laughs> I quick. took a 15-minute break. <laughs> right. Y'all y'all was playing with my time, so I went ahead and adjusted it for you. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, Adrian, Adrian, are you there? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Checks connection? You'd be like, oh, sorry, y'all. My connection was a little weak. There's not enough balance of, like, going outside and doing real shit. And then being online, like everything is online now and I am losing it. <laughs> Slowly, but surely. You getting your ass beat and I'm losing it. So together we are just not a, a strong team right now. Yeah, I have a black eye and a fractured wrist. I'm just like sitting here looking at my ceiling fan go round and round. <laughs> That's it. Looking at every marking on the wall, like, hmm. <laughs> interesting i never seen that before <laughs> i need a new mm. hobby i know I-, I was just telling someone that this made me realize that my hobby is socializing and the fact that i can't i'm like what am i going to do i feel like that's why we did this episode today because i mean we're like break taking a break for season three but like i think we just wanted to do because i miss recording i don't know about you but i miss recording and also mm-hmm. it's just nice to just like chats chats chat. not talk not converse but chat Let's chat a little bit but chat a little bit i haven't like done any paintings in a while so i'm gonna try and squeeze that into my schedule Maybe that can be a part of like your meditation. Like while you're meditating, you can like just paint according to your thoughts or your mood type. You're like, "Mm, perhaps not. (laughs) Yeah, because I like be having my eyes closed and I try and like focus on my breathing. Um, I'm not going to lie though. Sometimes I feel like I can't breathe, but I feel like it's because I'm thinking about breathing. So. You'd be like, oh shit, oh shit, inhale, exhale. <laughs> breathe in, breathe out, breathe in. Oh, by the way, did you see you got served is going to be on Netflix? Yes, bitch. I'm about to be in my room fucking getting busy. We should have a movie date and watch it. Yeah, we should have a dance off. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I'm going to be in this bitch sway and I ain't, that's enough. That's what I need to get back on working out. Cause I didn't gain me a couple pounds, but I need to turn this into like hard, cold act. Girl, you just need to get some resistance bands and do some activations. Yeah. I need to do it outside. Cause inside, if I see a bed or a chair <laughs> or a couch, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> It's getting hard out here, sis. It is. Like, as much as an introvert that I am, like, I am missing, like, that, those interactions. Yeah, because when I want to sit at home, it's like, I want to choose to do this. I don't, I don't want this to just be life. But you know what's crazy? It was, it was nice when everyone was in quarantine because we were all in quarantine together. So it was just like, yeah. we all, like I feel like, especially on like social media for us, like in Black Women Social, like that's when it was booming. And like mm-hmm. even our like personal pages, like we just had a lot of people to talk to. 
and all that stuff because no one was doing anything. Everyone's at home. And now like it's kind of mixed up. Some people are back at work. Some people are freaking over this whole thing. Like, so it's just not, it wasn't how it was before. Um, side note, make sure you're following our podcast Instagram, girl, <laughs> let me tell you, period, podcast. But anyway, you know when you get a paragraph of a text message? Me and my homegirl was talking about this the other day, and you read the first two lines, and you'd be like, yeah, this is about to be some bullshit. When you read the first words? Yeah, you read, like, the first two lines. Someone sends you this long-ass paragraph. You'd be like, yeah, this is about to be some bullshit. Like, I'm the only one who's allowed to send paragraphs here. Like, fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> Dude, I can't read paragraphs in text. Why? It's just too much. Like, I just have to skim through it. Yeah. I remember with this guy that I was dealing with, he would be trying to, like, talk about serious stuff in text. If I get the gist that the text isn't positive, if, if, if it's a paragraph, it needs to be all positive. If I get the gist within the first and the last line that it's a negative text, what what is my next move? I'm pulling the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I seen this thing on Twitter. This guy took out this girl 25 times and got mad when she told him she wasn't interested. And it's like, bruh, after, okay, after five, it should have been like, uh huh. But after 10, like, find some self love. She was probably just yeasting him. I think them type of bitches is corny too, but also at the same time, like, if he's, he keeps, if he, if a man offers you 25 times, it's like, all right bro yeah but why does like the amount of times like someone take you out on a date like means like that you have to have sex with them like that just doesn't make sense i don't know i feel like as an adult you know when someone wants to have sex with you and you can either use that to your advantage or just be like well i know i'm not going to so i'm going to stop talking to you and uh, that's just what it's come to (laughs) It's really play where everyone's playing a game. The so game you gotta, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta participate how you participate. You can exit the game or play the game, but you are in the game. EA Sports, <laughs> it's in the game. <laughs> You're in that motherfucker. Hey, if you had a man, oh, would man. you buy him the PS Five? Um, if he was my man, man, you'd yeah, I would. Like, if, if we're in it to win it, listen, there isn't anything you can't have. Right. Like, like, if I'm the type of person, like, I love buying people gifts. Like, I just love mm-hmm. buying, especially if it's something that they really like. And, like, mm-hmm. like with my man, like, you're going to get all the good shit. You're going to have the latest shit. Right. You're going to be, like, I would definitely get my man PS5. And I wouldn't. And that's just how I I would just find a way to get it and then surprise. Come home and be playing that shit like, oh, this thing, here you go. (laughs) Right. But I'm the type of person where it's like, I'm going to do for my people. Like, if I fuck with you, like, you can get anything out of me, really. Like, friend, man, family, because it's a very, it's a very small, select few. Like, so that's just the type of person I am in general. But as my man, you know, it's just an extra added element when I'm getting wined and dined and dicked down. Like, I'm about to hit up my pastor. What am I doing wrong? Spend a blessing my way. <laughs> the thing is, like, 
there's not anyone that's um, good enough for you. So many people say that, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I feel like they be good enough for me, but they don't be trying enough for me. And it's not like I want you to move a mountain, but it's like. But in some, apply some pressure and yeah. put in some effort and interest and be consistent. It's just like, well, you have to talk to me for like five seconds to know that I'm not an ordinary type of bitch. Like, my mind isn't on some basic bitch, bird bitch shit. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being a basic or a bird bitch, but I am not that. And you have to like step to me as that. So it's just, it's, I don't know, it's not clicking. <laughs> What's not clicking? what's what's not clicking (laughs) you know i know this is probably a fucked up way of thinking but i be seeing people boot up and i'm like now if they can find somebody i shouldn't have no they probably have a really good heart not that you don't but just saying damn she shitted on i did not also i think it's like where you live because it's like arizona like it's just like nobody respect respects black women out there. And like I feel like the guys that you talk to, they live in different states. So it's like Damn, 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 pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> did I go too did I say too much? Like mm-hmm. it's like hard for them to take it seriously when they have people who are local. Man, it's so crazy because this one guy that I was talking to, he literally told me that. He was like, I feel like it's just teasing our feelings for us to be like, so I'm here trying to talk every day. And I was like, you do have a point. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, there's so many variables. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that shit. I want to get straight into like, by the time I meet somebody, I want us to act like we've been talking for three months already. Like, let's just, let's just get straight into it. Yeah, I think you just need to move. I think you just need to move. Like, Arizona's not it. Like, every black woman that I've met in Arizona, like, they say the same thing. Like, my sister, she had the same problem in Arizona. Just, like, no Uh niggas. And then she moved. And, yeah. Move to New York. Or I I need to get my fashion game up to move to New York. I'm about to have these people talking about me. Girl, it's not what you think. (laughs) it's literally not what you think like it's literally not we'll see i'm gonna start i'm gonna post my cash app and (laughs) you guys can donate to my fund to get the fuck out of arizona right you know what's crazy i was talking to like two niggas and they was telling me how they did not fuck with control by SZA, and i also saw something talking about how music is just basically what manifestation behind beats and you know a lot of control is just about dude like that being I'll- less than or the side piece yes. it's relatable but it's like you cannot sit up and sing that shit all day because it's like you know like you're putting that in like dude girl i can i can always that sometimes dude, then okay first of all like that album is just like beautiful from like the beat mm-hmm. like the vocals like um i was watching her on youtube and she was just explaining what went behind the song like supermodel and the sounds and just like all of it just hearing her like talk about it, explain it it's just so beautiful 
but like when you actually sit and listen to the lyrics like it's all like really sad and mm-hmm. it's just like dang but like the project itself is just so beautiful and that's why I feel like I can really relate to it because not only did that come out when I was like fresh out of my breakup, one of them, mm-hmm. but also it's just like I get really like down and out and that album really expressed that, like really wanting something to work out, putting your all, actually being vulnerable and then not working out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was important for a lot of people to hear that, but also it's like, you know, if you don't have the right mindset, you can just sit in that shit for too long. But thankfully, like, I sat in my shit. And I was like, all right, like, what's next? Like, I'm ready to move past this experience. But some people, like, their whole, that's like, they carry that for a minute. Like, yeah. that's their whole thing now is that, like, I've been betrayed and I'm heartbroken. Yeah. It's like, nah, you can't sit in that. Like, you have to acknowledge it and then move on. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it depends because for me, it's a little different. Like, I think I'm, like, generally like a happy person like i don't think i'm like sad and depressed and moped and heartbroken um but mm-hmm. i love like that type of music like i love sad music i like slow music i like r&b and mm-hmm. mainly because i really enjoy poetry and for me like a lot of it is kind of just like poetic and i like things that make me feel and that type of music just makes me feel something and um i mean after listening to it i'm still like happy person like I'm not like depressed or anything but I just I don't know I just like it like I just like things that make me feel and it's like super I don't know like you just feel all their emotions and all their feelings in it and it just makes it real right in honor of Sag season I was reading this post and it was like a Sagittarius is like always gonna be uh trying to like feel something but not too much (laughs) and it's like for me i i like to feel things but music i like it's like more of like a chill thing because i'm always feeling things anyway Mm -hmm. so like for me you were saying that um r&b is like poetic for you and for me that's like me with hip-hop like that was like my first i used to watch like def jam poetry and shit and a lot of them were like kanye used to be on there like a lot of them were already artists not a lot of them a couple of them but it's just like i really like spoken word hip-hop poetry Love that, but honestly, I feel like I've been finding more joy in like Afro beats than like R and B and rap lately. You know what song that you had put me onto that I still love to this day? What Glenn Close? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is a good ass song. Is- Who is it by? Binary yeah, Star. Binary- <laughs> Girl, it, I love storytelling in a song. Yeah. Like that's my favorite. Have you heard Rewind by Nas? Um, probably. Girl, but... he tells a whole story backwards mm-hmm. in the whole song. Like it's so good. That's like illmatic to me. Like that's one host. Like you really feel like he took you to his hood. Like in like he was right there with you and beatboxing beatboxing rapping in your ear like i love illmatic like uh i love Nas, but honestly i heard some bad things about him and khalees so i'm conflicted you, you love khalees. i love khalees. You love khalees i love khalees i'm like if anyone talks bad about khalees i will block you i will cut you <laughs> off don't talk about her around me i miss when love jones was on netflix yeah it that was is only wild. on there for like 30 days that is so anti-black 
I can't even. Why can't that we is keep my, it on? That is my favorite. Like, if I'm feeling good, I can watch that movie. If I'm feeling sad, I can watch that movie. I can watch that movie on a rainy day, a sunny day, a cloudy day. I wish a I could tailor day. my Netflix to have more black movies. I know. Um, they really are trying. Because, like, every month they add new stuff. But I'm like, that's one of the things that they should have kept. Like, I think they just had it in February for, like, love. <laughs> love themed. Yeah. But that movie, I think that's, like, probably one of my favorite love movies. Because it's so realistic, you know? Uh, That movie hurt my feelings. Why? Because, like, okay, so they got together. And then they just stopped talking. That hurt my feelings. Yeah. I mean, they get... What? Sorry. It's some real shit. Like, I know, but it It was because of his ego, and it was because she was trying to figure some shit out, but they didn't want to hurt his feelings. I'm like, can you talk, please? Right. Right. And then what really kills me is how he was talking to his friend. He's like, I think she was the one, and because of his friend reaction, he was like, no, I'm just playing. I was like, no, see, he got all that weak shit. He Didn't he find someone else? And then, like, she saw him with, with her, and then she ends up dating his friend. Oh uh, yeah, like, that shit was sick. If y'all would just talk, she was fucking with a nigga driving a hearse. Slide will never be that down bad. I'ma just sit in the crib at that point. I love you, and that's urgent like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss in the rain and shit. Dude, I just have the biggest crush on Lawrence T. I mean, I see He's, Man, that man aged better than Lawrence, okay? <laughs> I love him in uh, Power. Oh, my gosh. Right. His With his little evil eyes. I know. He's so short. I know. I'm like, dang. I feel like a lot of fine men are short, though. And short men, they be fine. They can dress. They be having good bodies. It's because they have to, because they have to make up <laughs> for being short. You about to get us cussed out by our male uh, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. But, okay, do, do you think height is important? Like, if someone checked off all your boxes, but they didn't check off height, would you still fuck with them? Bro, I'm 5'1", so anyone taller than 5'1 is, like, tall for me. Yeah, I'm 5'4", so honestly... Five eight and above, like you got it, dude. You, cool. I just, I don't want to say anything rude, but like, <laughs> like, I think that I think anything over five five is like okay, but like five two, like you're in my face. No, <laughs> that's annoying. You in my face? Don't do that. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Cause that's that's. Your looks and your uh, honestly, your height is something you really can't change. I'm just thinking about my children. Like, do I? Yeah, I'm thinking about my children. That's what I'm thinking about. This sounds so messed up. This sounds so superficial, but it's just like you have to be real with yourself about what you are and aren't attracted to. Yeah, but it's not like an end all be all. But it's just like naturally. If that's not what you're attracted to, then, like, you know, that's that's what it is. Man, speaking of being attracted to shit, I hate how the men with, like, the most confidence are, like, the most toxic ones. Because it's like, you're stepping to me correctly, but also, like, 
your your head's a little bit bigger like you know you're fine and like you got it like when you know you got it it's a problem because i'm like you know you can keep getting it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but it's just like as I, I feel like because i have a lot of confidence and i have a strong personality and like people can be intimidated by that if you're not intimidated by that which is i find rare especially in a man like I'm just like, I have heart eyes for you. <laughs> like, big ass heart eyes. And I'd be like, you know, I'll put up, I can only put up with so much though. Like, once you really take it to that next level, I'd be like, all right, like, uh. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> what's the point? You know, I was thinking about today how I really, it's not that I don't believe in monogamy, but some people can like adhere to it. But I'm not never trying to, like, force that on people. And I always tell niggas, like, I don't have to be the only one. I just have to be the clear favorite. <sighs> but I, I think I need to stop telling niggas that. <laughs> yeah, you probably should keep that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to just watch how you move. So they're just like, cool. So I can talk to other bitches. <laughs> yeah and it's like and i made it clear that you don't have to lie about it and you're still lying about it like that's because crazy. they that's don't believe crazy. you they think you're just saying that just say it that's why i'm like you're just better off keeping that to yourself yeah you're right i got the game all fucked up uh don't ever and that automatically me. takes you out of the running to be the main one right because they're like well this bitch already gonna be do whatever so I mean, it Next. depends on what you want. If you want to be the main one, but if you don't care, then it don't matter. Nah, that's what that's what being the favorite is like. What was that girl's name? Corinne Stevens? Or, I don't know, but the girl who was like fucking with Lil Wayne forever, and she did this interview, and she was like, basically every dude she dated, she was like, they all knew that if Wayne called, like I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I need my niggas to be. <laughs> Period. Like. Please know that you were always secondary. Like, what, but, what type of toxic shit is this? <laughs> I don't know. I've been conditioned. <laughs> Kill me. Somebody, please. I think that this celibacy has gone to your brain. Girl, right. It really You're has. You're not thinking straight. You need to <laughs> The you screws was always a little loose, but them straight, bitches just sis. rolling around now. You said what? I said you ain't thinking straight, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think I'm just thinking outside the box. I'm yeah. just thinking realistic because, bro, <laughs> think about how many people get cheated on and they're so sad and mad because they want like monogamy to be real and it can be real, but I just don't think it's natural. And once you know that, like, it just your mindset to that so you're not here boohooing but like i don't know if you want to if that's what you're comfortable with the one to believe so obviously find people with the same values as you right yes wait so you feel like telling niggas like you're secondary is is not monogamy or is that just you telling them hey like you're cool but if my if my number one choice wants me, like, you're out of the picture. See, and for me, I feel like it's not even like that. It's just, like, we, 
you can't sit here and say that, okay, you can be with someone, you can be married, but you're never attracted to someone else. Like, just because you might want to have sex with someone else doesn't mean that you want to leave who you decided to be with um, just because you wanted to, like, experience something real quick. Like, I feel like that's very natural. But monogamy tells you, like, okay, you can feel this way, but, like, get past it. And monogamy honestly tells you you can't even feel that way. Like, I don't know. Like, my mind when it comes to like relationships and monogamy it's just like a rabbit hole like I can just keep going and going and going because it's like I'm just like looking like I'm looking at every relationship I've ever seen and gathering the information and like why is everyone trying to follow monogamy like that shit for majority of people doesn't work I don't think that we are meant to be like monogamous yeah like you said before People like getting married was more of like a business deal because like a lot of times um, people married for money or Mm -hmm. because like their family was royal or whatever and the other family was. So when they come together, they have more. Mm -hmm. And I think you may have said that on an episode or maybe you said that just in a regular conversation with me. I don't know. I can't keep track because we're always talking about good stuff because we're just (laughs) that like amazing. Um, <laughs> we just been bitches but um yeah like that originally that's what marriage was and then it just became like a whole relationship thing but honestly i feel like human beings are not meant to be uh, monogamous right they tried to sell us that it's about love but it's like it's not because when shit's just based on love it doesn't work out because we have more needs than that like you know but I mean, it's definitely possible. Yeah, I'm not it's saying that it's not possible. It's done. I'm just saying, like you know, we as a society love to bring up statistics and data, and statistically, like that shit doesn't. I mean, that shit doesn't work out for people, bro. Let's be real here. We're only doing this because someone told us this is what we're supposed to do. This yeah. is like literally the same thing you were telling me when you were saying like everything's just made up. Like, we literally go to work every day because someone told us this is what we're supposed to do. Like, this is all made up. Same with relationships. Like, someone just said, hey, you're supposed to be with with someone for the rest of your life and have children with them and not be with anyone else. Like, somebody made that shit up and we all just went with it. No one wanted to go against the grain. I mean, people do go against the grain, obviously. (laughs) Because. As fuck. As fuck. Because there's, like, a lot of polygamy is that what it's and called polygamy is like yeah polygamy. multiple spouses and infidelity or, is when you cheat on a monogamous spouse yeah so like there's a lot of open relationships there's like oh oh yeah open relationships polygamy men with multiple wives like there's all that stuff and it's like when it's introduced like people are so like taken aback by it but it's like I just feel like as a society, we should definitely be more open-minded to things and the way people live Mm -hmm. and just realize, hey, this may not be ideal for me, but this is someone else's life and that's their reality and that works out for them. So like, I'm fine with it, Yeah. but not for, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because really like all this is made up. It really is. Like I feel like we have the natural desire to um like 
I don't want to say spend the rest of your life with someone, but not be alone. Like, you know, we are like, um, what's that word? I'm, what am I always saying? We're social creatures and we all want to be like, bro, the basis of like human life is love. So we all want to feel that everything that we do is either from an abundance or a lack of love. Mm-hmm. Um, all these problems people have, lack of love, all the good shit, abundance of love, like it all centers around love. But so I think that part is natural, but uh, everything Isn't it else. crazy how love comes in like many forms? Like, yeah, there's like love, like with someone you're in a relationship with, love with friends, love with your parents and family, and like love that you have, like when you have a child or a pet. Uh, I feel like we talked about this because for me, like love is love but the way you express it is differently because i can't sit here and say that like oh i love this person more or less because it's like love is love like it's kind of like what is it energy or matter can't be created or destroyed like it just is what it is but the way in which energy is like we see it is different like the energy on my phone versus my computer is different but it's still energy you know like that's how I personally feel. So about you don't love. think there's different types of love? Um, there. I think there's different types of love, but personally, like the way that I like personally for me, because what there's like ethos, low. I don't know. Maybe that no, that's not right. That's like <laughs> literature shit. But yeah, there's definitely different types of love. Like it's been studied and talked about, but like who's to say one is greater or less than? is what I'm trying to get at, I think. Right, yeah. I I was meaning, like, I guess I wasn't meaning, like, less or more. I was just meaning, like, the type of love. Like, oh, yeah. I just feel like the type, like, once you birth a child, like, the type of love that you have for that child is, like, going to be different than mm-hmm. the type of love you have for, like, your friend. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just different. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I can't say because I haven't birthed a child yet, but I could only imagine, like, the type of love that is going to be, like, versus, like, a friend or, like, a family member. People look at me so crazy all the time because I'm, like, honestly, the only difference between, like, a romantic partner and a friend is, like, sex. Because, like, everything else to me is, like the same like the level of respect the things i'll do for you like how i feel like it's essentially all the same except like i'm not having sex with my friends which everybody can't say but (laughs) i can like that is a clear category that i do not cross ever but i don't know dude i think that i'm just like such a free spirit and like all of like I have to put like you have to put things in boxes and categories sometimes and I just like to um, go outside of those lines but it's crazy because I obviously still want to end up with somebody but it's just like I don't want to end up in any type of way that I've seen like I want yeah in its own way I know and it's just like um no, I get what you're saying. I just don't know how to like respond to that. Um, but I get <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. No, I feel I, like, you. I feel the same way. Like it's just like um, it's just like you're like waiting for this moment or feeling 
Yeah. And it's like, you don't know what it is yet because you've never had it. Exactly. But it's like, you know, it's out there. And also it's like, you have to work with people. And I want to be like, look, I fuck with you. You fuck with me. This is what I want. This is what you want. Okay. But let's like figure out how we're going to work this out. But it's like, shit does not work like that for some reason. Like humans have so many complications and I'm very like cut and straight to the point. And I'm like, do you think unconditional love is real? Oh my God, why was I writing about this in my journal last night? Dude, I feel like, I, I think it's real, but I think it's very rare. And I think a lot of people think they love unconditionally, but they don't. I was literally thinking about <laughs> this last night, and this is why I fuck with you. Dude, it's Sag and Gemini, like, energies unite. I know. And I feel like we're the most hated signs, but we're the most misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> like people don't understand our energy. But anyway, I was thinking, I was like, I think unconditional love is like reserved for God because humans are very conditional people. Right. We have to have conditions and boundaries with our love. Otherwise we're going to be like mistreated and just, we have to have conditions in our love. And I think people think unconditional love is like, Oh, like even though they hurt me or whatever occurred and I don't wish any ill will on them or I wish the best for them, like that's unconditional love. And I don't think that's unconditional love. That's just being a mature person, having love, you know, like being able to love. But I don't think that's unconditional love because we as humans, like we have conditions and that's what makes us human. Mm -hmm. So that's like what I think about it. So, so you don't think it's real? I think it's real. I just don't think humans have are capable of it. Are capable of it. Yeah. I can agree with that. Because it's like even even if you forgive and are past it and are able to spread love, it's like there might be one day where you just don't feel that and then that one day that's not it's no longer unconditional. <laughs> like there's a motherfucking condition. That's the condition. Yeah. <laughs> that right there is the condition. Right. So I'm like, if there was unconditional love, then like wouldn't you be with someone forever? <laughs> I don't even think that shit. I can't even answer that dude. Like I don't I don't, know. I don't I have a thought feel like for that. It's I feel like it's just extremely rare. That's yeah. sad. That makes me sad. I feel like I'm a hopeless romantic because I love love. Me too. And I, I saw this thing and I was like, my problem is like, I'm always trying to work it out. And that's me. Like, unless you're clearly like just super toxic and like not for me. I know. But to me, that's like the, that's a very high form of love is like, getting past things but it's like okay when you're with somebody and they start doing stuff it's just like it's not the same anymore like you just don't feel the same like you feel different yeah like and if someone does something to like betray you or like yeah something that's really different. that just like i don't know just something that changes your mm -hmm. perspective on who they are sometimes it just changes the way you feel about them and it's like even though you try to like work it out it's just not the same yeah, because there's always going to be, like, bumps and shit you have to work through. But, like you were saying, like, betrayal and, like, doing something that makes you mistrust or change the, like, dynamic of the relationship. Like, to me, that's 
that's so where shit gets shifty. But certain things, like there's always gonna be bumps because again, humans come with a lot of shit and when you put two of them together, like now y'all shit is combined and you have to work through it. It's hard enough dealing with yourself. But yeah, that doing disloyal and betrayal shit, I and see for me, I can understand it. Like I will one hundred percent understand you and still not be able to fuck with you like the same way or look at you the same way because it's like you you could have had a stronger mindset and decided not to do that but in that moment you were weak and i'm not judging yeah. you for but it I mean, like, it's but not i'm not even, dealing with it but not even on that level of just like infidelity just like i mean really like anything like i don't know you know how like feelings change sometimes yeah and you're just like over time and it's just like dang like it's like i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> no i feel you because i feel like we we like need those highs and like when they're not there it's just like do you hate me <laughs> it's so crazy because it's like what like what is love even like what is it like how is it supposed to feel like like what is it supposed to feel like like after like years like what is it and i was listening to like jada pinkett and will smith and they are saying how like everyone thinks love is red but like red is like super like fiery exciting like blah blah, blah. and she was saying love is actually like blue it's very like calm and it's like soothing and mm -hmm. i feel like we always expect love to be like like that red like it's always supposed to be hot like something's always supposed to be going on excitement but like it's, it's crazy because I think we expect that in like romantic relationships, but with our friends, we expect like the blue love, the blue love, like that's normal. Because uh -huh. it's like when when some shit goes left, we usually like to talk to our friends because it's like this is a place of understanding and da 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 da. And that's why I was saying earlier, like that's why I feel like the difference between a romantic partner and a friend is like literally just the sex because I want it to be like that. Uh -huh. but also. I kind of don't want my romantic partner to be my everything. Like, obviously, you have to be up there. But if you make one person your everything, then it's, like, I already have friends. I already have people I enjoy doing stuff with. Like, like obviously, you're going to be my friend in some way. But I'm rambling at this point. But do you get what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, it, and then again, with me being very passionate and, like, giving my all, I think it's just, like, dangerous for me to like make a person my everything because who's to say one day they walk out the door and i'm gonna be sitting here like in the fucking corner like what do i do next <laughs> oh man tonight's journaling session is about to go crazy i know right now i'm thinking like what right I'm like, damn. Love? like i'm actually reading all about love by bell hooks and i've only read like the preface and the most the thing that stuck out the most to me is that she was saying we often learn the most about love by the lack of it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is so true. And I feel like that's why I can talk about love all day. I feel like I'm such an expert because I've had very firsthand experiences of the lack of. Therefore, like the opposite of that. I know I know what isn't love. Like I know I know what that is. So it's easy for me to recognize like what is because I've always like chased but like okay, to see but what if the you've other never if you've never experienced like real love and all you've experienced is what isn't love, then how do you know what is love? Because 
Because, like, how do you know that feeling if you can't recognize it? Because I feel like if you've never experienced love, then how do you know it's there when it's there? Like, wouldn't you just... Because, like, in psychology, they say, okay, for instance, your mm-hmm. relationship with your parents molds how your relationships are going to... Your romantic and um, friendship... Wait, your romantic and unromantic relationships are going to be... So if you are, say your relationship with your parents is like, you're always like um, chasing for attention. And they say like that will show in your, um, your, your romantic relationships. And if you aren't, uh, this is so hard to explain. If you're, if you're not doing that in your romantic relationship, it doesn't feel like love to you because like Mm -hmm. you're so used to trying to like prove and show your love to someone and if it's not if it doesn't reflect that similar relationship it it's not familiar and you don't want it normally yeah that's Does where that make sense? I feel it makes like, a lot of sense okay. and I think that's where a lot of self-reflection comes from because I feel like I like heavily self-reflected and I understand like my family love dynamic and I don't want that so I'm always like super hyper aware of if people are have those same like attributes and if I'm giving them off, it's way easier to recognize when other people are doing it, obviously. But I'm just like, when someone checks you and you, you have to be honest about yourself and be like, damn, I am doing that. You can't be like, nah, bro. Like, you know, you have to be like, damn, like, this is a very thing I need to be working on. <sighs> it's it's crazy out here like this is why it's so scary to have a kid because i'm not trying to have them fucked up forever (laughs) same like same like i just want you to be happy like all the little white kids (laughs) that literally no like all the little white kids that literally write paragraphs about their parents like oh my mom's like my biggest hero blah 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 and i'm like damn like that's the type of parent i'm trying to be like someone that like my kid looks up to and like comes to for like advice or like not afraid to tell me anything because they know i'm not gonna wow off on them <laughs> not well off. help them <laughs> like yeah. it's so important to have like a relationship like with your kids like i feel like a lot of times parents just focus on being the parent and being like the authority figure instead of actually yeah. like having a relationship mm-hmm. with their kids where their kids can like be open with them and talk to them and you know, like, if you get into some shit, like, I feel like you should be able to go to your parents and know, like, yeah, they're going to be mad at me, but they're going to be more focused on trying to help me than being mad at me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather my kid feel like that than to try and hide some some shit and be like, I can't tell my mom because she's going to be so mad at me. Like, you know, yeah. Like, See, and for me, it's so tricky because I'm like, in a life or death situation, I'm obviously going to call my mom. And she's going to freak out so much that she's going to try to hurry up and solve the problem. But then I know when she gets off the phone that she, her mind is going to be like in worry mode. And then Mm -hmm. there's other situations where it goes straight to worry mode. And it's like, fuck trying to help this bitch out. Like (laughs) I'm just about to be worried, son. And it's like, uh, I remember this one time something had happened and my friend was like, are you going to call your mom? And I was like, what is she going to do right now? (laughs) I was like, I've got to handle this. I will tell her like when I see her. Cause it's like, I don't want to stress, I don't want to stress her out. Like 
girl, but you know me, I be getting some shit. So I'm like, hey, I got to call her every third or fifth time. Like, I can't be calling her every time now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I definitely feel you. I I think that it's very important for you because it's like, okay, that's why people end up in toxic ass shit because it's like, who can I call? Next thing you know, they call them and, oh, now this person going to need a favor. Next thing you know, you dropping off five bricks to who knows where because you need it. <laughs> Wait, Wait, I'm lost at bricks. Girl. I'm lost at bricks. I got lost at bricks. It's okay. It's okay. But, yeah. Are we talking about bricks? Like, bricks of? Drugs, bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got lost at the bricks. <laughs> I was like, how did drugs come into this equation? <laughs> Cause like if you if you need favors from people and you can't rely on your parents, like it's very risky who those people are gonna be, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. You said bricks, bitch. You just fucked up the whole flop. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just lost for a minute. I feel you. Now I'm found. She was, you was, you was off meditating and shit. <laughs> I need to today. I didn't get a chance to this morning. Yeah, but now I'm like, now that we had this whole discussion about love, I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell you. After I finish this book, I'm going to tell you, sis. I, got I feel like I need covered. to read a book about it. Hmm? I, need, I feel like I need to read a book about it. Yeah. And also in the book, she was saying how a lot of books written about love are by men, which is so crazy because they're the first ones to be denying it and being like, ew. But we trust men's logic more than we trust women's. Why? Why? Because of the patriarchy. <laughs> the oh, so you're saying we trust them, but we don't really trust them. Yeah, like, okay. for because the way the patriarchy is set up, it's like, oh, men are the logical ones and women are the emotional ones. So when it comes... So. When, I, me either. So when I feel it comes, like the narrative is changing a bit because I feel like more women are being put in charge, which I love. Yeah, and also if you just go on Twitter and you see how many niggas is crying about shit, like you, you wear the emotional ones. I mean, look at our president; he's literally not trying to leave. R. I mean, R. I mean, V. My yes. president is black. My little blue. blue. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that orange motherfucker. <laughs> that orange motherfucker. I don't know him. I don't know Donnie now. Donnie. <laughs> Donnie Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie with the Twitter fingers. <laughs> How did they look at? It's so funny because on all his tweets now, it's like, this information has been disputed and find the real source. Basically, this nigga lying. This nigga is cap. <laughs> <laughs> all cap. All cap. I yeah. love how um, Joe Biden says period. <laughs> they, <laughs> they said uh, city boy Biden. <laughs> They're just, I don't, okay, let's not, let's not okay. go into it. Yeah, let's, let's not. not. We already had a whole episode on it. Right, I'm like, we we didn't have no after episode, but I will say that it's just so crazy. They're trying to make him so relatable and daddy do do bop bop suit up, but it's just, it's not giving realistic. Like, oh, nigga, okay, you're there. saying period and all this, but. We want action, Monica. We don't care that you're trying I mean, to be related. I haven't even had a chance yet. Like, I know. I, a chance. I know. I know, like I know. We just got Donnie out, and like you're getting a breath of fresh air with Biden, and no one's giving him a chance. He's not even in his seat yet. 
<laughs> but people are already mad because he said that he don't see another lockdown, you know, for COVID and stuff. They're like, ah, and then um, his person in charge of ICE is like a white Hispanic. So people mad about that. And he's Cuban, and you know the Cubans is the ones who was voting for Donnie. So. But people are always going to be mad at something. You're right. They're always going to be mad at something. Like, we got to see what they do. We got to yeah. see what they we do. Got, we just got to give him a chance. Like, honestly, he's better than Donnie. That's what I'm saying. But So, we got rid of Donnie. Give Biden a chance. Let's see what he does with his little time, four years. Mm-hmm. And then make a decision from there. Like, do we want him back? Do we want someone else? But that's, like, literally all we can do right now is just give him a chance. And, like, y'all... He hasn't even gotten his seat. Like, Right. That's all we can do right now. But also, like, the whole conversation with, like, the lesser of two evils. Let's make this the last time we have to do that shit. Like, y'all got four years to research and understand the presidential and, the, and just elections, period, so that you don't have to choose the lesser of two evils anymore. Yeah. Like, because if y'all are so tired, then like you have to get educated about what's going on, and you need to you need to get educated about the system to dismantle the system. Like that's how, how I feel about it. But girl, that is a whole you know me. I that's a whole other subject for another time. We could do a whole another two hour episode on that. But man, these are we're really living through history. Like we're living in a whole pandemic, bro. bro twenty like twenty twenty is going to be a whole chapter in history books. Like, it's just, like, unbelievable everything that went on. It's going to be crazy because we lived through this and then seeing what they write about it. It's really going to be interesting because I feel like this is the first period in history where we're going to be able to see, like, this is what they wrote. Like, all the shit that went down and this is what they wrote about it. And, you know, our grandparents and parents, that's how they feel about how they grew up. Because, you know, they say that, like, Whoever wins is who writes history. So I'm like, I really, but you know, now it's like, uh, we not really follow you know that how, shit. You know how in the history books, how they write about like Martin Luther King and all like his like rallies and protests. And mm-hmm. it's just like, wow, we literally live or are living through like Black Lives Matter movement. And like our kids are going to get to learn about that. Mm-hmm. And they could literally come back and ask us. Hey, like, were you around during the Black Lives Matter movement? What was it like? Like, blah, blah, blah. And we could literally, like, tell them all of that mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, yeah, these motherfuckers blind to you. <laughs> That's not how it happened. Right. <laughs> I'm like, they was throwing bullets. They had military gear. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a trip. I can't wait to see how long I'm going to live, honestly. I'm like, bro, Would what? you ever want to be immortal? Definitely. You would? Oh no! I said definitely not. I do not want to live past my time, girl. I don't know if I even want to live. I want to be. If I live a long time, I want to be a healthy. You know, like that diaper wearing, can't walk, sitting down all day. You got to change my shit, and I got bed sores. Uh -uh. Take me out. I'm done. I'm well done. There's so much time, but there really isn't. I know. Like, it goes by fast because, like, I literally feel like just, like, a few years ago, I just turned 21, and now I'm, like, next year I'll be 27, and then, like, I'll be 30. And, like, they say 30 is, like, being 20, but you actually have money. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> right. That's the only thing I feel like I can look forward to at this point. Just got to grind till then. Girl, I seen this too the other day, and it was, like, I refuse to be 25 and not have shit. And I was, like, who going to tell her? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me 
<laughs> you better tell her before, before I do. Because I'm going to hurt her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, we, we all said that shit. But if you think about it, like, 50 sounds old. But, like, I don't know about your mom, but my mom's in her 50s. And I don't think she's that old. Like, 50s not yeah. even that bad. It's, so it's, it's like we kind of do have a lot of time. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, some... What um I think we talked about this, but Ava DuVernay, like she didn't direct her first film till she was forty something, I believe. That's amazing. I know. So she's like, like so successful. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you can start doing what you really need to do at life at fifty and live the rest of your life crazy. But because you're not where you want to be now, and because especially because we just see so many people our age and younger living like create like the essentially the lives you want to live like you want to be chilling you want to be going on vacations you want to be booed up you want to have this and that and there's people out there literally living the life you want to live and you're Ugh. sitting up here like doing a whole bunch of it's shit to make so, you shake it's just so sickening because it's like we're always sold like the american dream and i was literally listening to gary v and he was talking about like when you graduate college like don't even worry about trying to like get the job that's going to make you a ton of money like do what you want to do like explore your options like figure mm-hmm. it out like don't waste your time trying to get this job to make your parents proud so that you can get this big nice car and it's like that's just a waste of time like you're not going to be happy i mean if i mean obviously if you go to school to be a doctor like you don't want to graduate and not become a doctor like, that's <laughs> yeah but for like some of us like we don't know what we're doing and we're just getting a job because our parents say get a job and pay your bills it's just like no like i'm 20 like let me try this creative creative career real quick Uh Um, let me try and like do modeling real quick i may not make money i may be broke i may be eating ramen noodles but like this is your time to try it because you literally have nothing to lose and it's so crazy because i feel like at the age i am now i'm so much better equipped to go to college because by the time i was done i was like i don't even care not I don't even care, but I'm not passionate about what I just got my degree in. Thank and you. like, I know what I'm passionate about now, but now I have to do this shit freelance and da 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 and da 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 da. I have no experience, no nothing towards it because like I found, I found that out through doing what <laughs> I thought I wanted to do and that not being it, but That's, life, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how it is. Um, but I feel like our generation is just really like making a difference as far as making non-traditional jobs very realistic uh-huh. because yeah. I feel back then like it just wasn't realistic. And for some of those who were able to make it uh, without having traditional jobs, it was like literally kudos to you. But now it's just like more than ever. It's just almost the norm. Mm-hmm. for our generation like jake paul a youtuber i think he started on vine became a youtuber and now he's boxing an nba player and is like the most talked about person on twitter for a couple of days like yeah what? and i was watching this thing and little duval was saying he was like man he, he travels a lot and he was like america's fucked up but it's still like one of the greatest places like this is one of the only places you can come from nothing and essentially you can become a millionaire or billionaire and a lot of places like your disposition is life is where you're going to stay you can't even speak up about your disposition you can get killed for speaking up about it in countries right i'm like damn it's a very oppressive system but this is definitely 
still the best place to live. I don't. Where life can literally change in a second. Just yeah. Social media, like the mm-hmm. the right person gets something that you did or a video, and it goes viral. Like that changes your life. Right. It really does. You see and... how all those little white kids like blew up on TikTok. <sighs> Girl. That's and another it's like, topic. How that long literally- did it? How long did it take the black creatives to blow up from Vine? I'm like, they're just now getting like that success, success, mm-hmm. success, and it's been like seven years. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that like really irritates me about TikTok is that like these black creatives like create those dances mm-hmm. and um those trends, and like you know the white TikTokers they literally do the same exact dance, but they get all like the credit and um recognition for it and it's like you didn't make up the dance but like i guess you just look the coolest doing it for some reason girl if that ain't history if that ain't a history lesson for you i don't know what it is yeah history it's kind of like sad itself. huh i said history literally repeats itself every time and all i mean they add now they recently have been adding dance credit in their like caption mm-hmm. but i just feel like still that doesn't like do any justice because it's like wow you're living in your mansion and have all these deals with brands and you mm-hmm. just took a dance from someone else and put it on your page and like you're getting all the credit meanwhile all these black creatives are just like sitting at home oh, like thanks or for the tag <laughs> it's just so sad how it works um i don't know uh, what we can do about it but at um, this point i'm like we just need two different of everything's. And no, it's not we just to s- need more of our own. I'm yeah, just- true. But that's like two different. <laughs> I'm like, we already live in two different Americas. We might as well have our own shit. And it's not saying we got to be segregated. But it's like, bro, y'all literally forced this on us. So just. Imagine we just us need to do our segregated, own segregated, but like equal. Yeah. I'm like, you should have the decision, the choice. <laughs> you think that would be cool to be yeah. segregated, but still equal? Yeah, especially for those who want it because, bro, it's like we're we're technically integrated, but are we really? Like, we still live in two different Americas. A black person and a white person can do the same crime, and this black person is going to jail for 15 years, and this white person is getting 30 days of probation. So it's like, why can't I go to black court? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go to white court. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to lock me up for years and do... Make make all these clothes that's gonna sell for sixty dollars, but I'm making like point zero three cents a day for them. Like it's really the new slavery. It's the new slavery. Right. Dang. I was just reading something too about um how inmates they literally work for like cents. Cents. And like they don't even the the women, they don't even make enough money to buy tampons for their commissary. That's crazy that like tampons cost are not like a cent. like not um what's the word free what's the freaking word yeah <laughs> <laughs> like free it's just like oh well it's unfortunate you have a period you have to pay for it it's right. just like why aren't these things given to people they giving out banana flavored scented condoms left and right but we can't right, get tampons like, i made a big deal at one of my jobs that they put tampons in like the women's bathrooms for free tampons and pads and i got people to vote on it and like they did it at my job i worked at um it was a spa 
and there was only like a couple males who worked there but and there were so many women who worked there that we had a whole cabinet of like female products women products which i thought was dope because as a woman you know like you can't always have that shit on you. That should be coming up unexpected or you ran out or da-da-da-da. And, yeah, I think that should be mandatory. Just, like, not being discriminatory is mandatory. How are some motherfucking pads and tampons, okay? Yeah. You know what's even worse? Hmm. Remember how there were those fires in California and, like, they were having the inmates, like, help the fire department and put the fires out but mm-hmm. once they got out of prison they couldn't even be a fire uh, a fireman yeah i think california is they um they alleviated that rule or whatever which is good because i'm like bro this That's is how you're they'd be like we're going to, they're going to prison to rehabilitate rehabilitate themselves but they get out of prison and can't do shit but work at fucking CVS and Walmart. That is no life to live, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. It you're literally once you get in the system, it's so hard to get out. Like you're literally stuck. And you and I were having this conversation the other day with mm-hmm. talking about how so many people that we went to school with yeah. like are either in jail or have been to jail. And it's just so sad because it's like it's like this cycle. Like they get out and then they go right back. Mm-hmm. And it's just so sad to see because it's like in high school they were such like this like literally a light mm-hmm. like they were like either uh, very good at sports or just a very like funny happy like good person to be around and it's just so sad that the system literally got them and they're stuck it really is life is so dude I can't believe this is life like it really does not have to be with this and it's just like like you said there was such a light and like now it's like you literally see them just like it's gone that light isn't there they feel like i feel like they feel like i'm laughing because you were talking about it earlier but like beaten up and shit like you just like you can't win for losing you had to bring that up huh (laughs) you're like yes you damn bitch damn <laughs> but yeah i'm like damn you really cannot catch a break it's like well i fucked up a couple of times when i was like 19 and like now this has to be my life because if i'm trying to do better like uh-uh and yes i know some people who you know started a business or da 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 but don't everybody no not everyone wants to be a business owner or can and that's i feel like that's really the only way out and even then you really have to get the money up front because who's about to loan you some money and because they see that you've been to prison before it's like oh well i don't like it i don't like it at all that's why we, we need to own some banks so we could be like you know what You've been to prison. Um, we gonna give you a small loan, see what you do with it. (laughs) Right, give you some more. But it's like Uh, at least you get a chance. Niggas not even getting chances out here. Seriously. But like they'll give them Okay, so I saw this too. They're like, it's funny how they'll give you like all this money for like student loans and like to be in debt or like credit Mm -hmm. cards and stuff. But when it comes to, like, a business loan, they're like, nope. That's sick. It is sickening. But I want to go back to something you said. You said, can you get a break? And 
I actually saw something and it was like my Christmas list for this year and it said a fucking break and I never saw something so relatable <laughs> in my life. I'm not gonna lie, I wanna be saved for Christmas. Like, please save me. <laughs> <laughs> I know one year for Christmas I I wished for bigger boobs mm. and I didn't get it. Mm. I think for Christmas at this point Santa wasn't real. (laughs) I just um I want all my debt paid off and an extra like 150k, and then from there, that's the only handout I'm really asking for. I'm not asking for you to give me shit. I'm asking for me because I'm like the plan's gonna take me to get this shit. I be feeling like I'm gonna be tired by the time I get it, and I'm gonna just be like cool with living some regular shit, although I'm not. But it just, it feels that way sometimes. Like, it's always just some shit to feel defeated about. But if you dwell in that shit, you ain't never gonna get nowhere in life. I'm not gonna lie. Like, this past month, I had, like, a list of problems that I needed to solve. Mm-hmm. And, like, now all all of them are solved except for one. So I literally feel, like, a weight of pressure off my back. But um, there was a moment... Yeah, love God for you, and I'm not being funny, but it's just like that should be heavy. So I'm not love that. For you. Dude, that shit was so heavy, and now now all I have is one problem left, and it's just like, thank God. And for a minute, I was like, dang, it's always something. But like, it's just so crazy what like time can do. It's just like, just give things time, and literally over time, like things just literally fall off, and um. Also having a lot of faith and uh, I don't know. It's just really hard sometimes, but it's just like you just got to keep going and keep pushing. And then I literally can't wait till the moment I have zero problems again, because I remember that time before and it just felt so good to breathe and Mm -hmm. not have any problems or anything to worry about. And I just like literally can't wait to get to that point again. And it kind of just saying that right now just reminded me of that episode that we had where we were talking about like the thing that gets you through your problems is just the excitement of waiting to see like what it's going to be like to get on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, li- just saying that right now reminded me of that feeling. <laughs> Niggas are all happy that. inside and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, dang, like I can't wait to get to the other side of this. So I can be like, woo. So for you, like I know you mentioned you had a list. Did you like physically write your list down or do you just you just talk in like hypothetically list? Dude, I wrote it down in my head and I didn't want to write it down because it was making me sick. So I just wrote it, I put it in my head and I made a possible solution for all the problems that I could get a solution out of and then just like over time they all started to solve themselves but it's just crazy how like all of it could get piled onto a person at one time Mm -hmm. and like literally it just made me think of like you really have no idea what like someone is dealing with and it's just so important to just be nice to people literally because like they could literally be dealing with so much and you have no idea and like your one rude comment could just like be the thing that sets someone off Mm -hmm. that's why i try to hold the door open for people i say hey i'd be nice when i'm feeling up to it um Mm -hmm. but you know it's it's real important (laughs) i'm like we all (laughs) what's so what's so funny 
because you said when I'm feeling up to it. Really, though? Because it's like, if you being fake nice, that's going to come off. And it's just better, you know what they say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And sometimes it's how mm -hmm. I feel. But I think it's really interesting for you that you said that, like, you couldn't write it down. Because for me, I'm the opposite. It's like, if it's all in my head, I can't move. But if I write it down and mm -hmm. I write those possible solutions, that right there makes me feel that, like, okay, I have a hold on it, over it. And that, like, I'm doing something about it. And also, going back to my list that I physically write down and cross things off. Like, yeah, that, like so seeing good. it. Because when it's all in your head, you're like, okay, I solved it. But sometimes it just, you're like, eh, but I'm still not where I 100% want to be. So it doesn't really feel like an accomplishment. But when you write it, when you scratch it off, it's like, I did this. I did that. Like, hold up. Yeah. I'm lucky to shit. <laughs> I think that if I was at home, I probably could have wrote it down. Mm -hmm. But I think I may have not done that because I was traveling. And honestly, it just was a lot. So I just didn't want to write it down because it was making me sick. But another point is that, like, when you have all these things, it's either you don't talk to anybody about it, you keep it to yourself, or you do talk to people. But my thing is, is that personally, I hate when I'm like explaining to someone something that's going on and they literally shove like positivity down my throat. And it's like, you don't think I'm trying to be positive like I am, but like, let's be realistic here. What's happening to me right now isn't positive. And I'm just talking about it and explaining it as a way to just like get it out. But, like, I don't need you to tell me just be positive. Because if just being positive was the solution, these problems would have been solved a long time ago. Period. Uh, like, don't say no stupid shit like that to me. That's just, you don't think I thought of that, so you think I'm stupid. <laughs> it's just like, gee, I just started being positive, and now everything is fixed. Congratulations. That was the magic cure. Mm -hmm. Um, But, no, I get, like, how some people are just trying to help by doing that. But, like... In the same, like, breath that is kind of, like, toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just really annoying because it makes you not want to talk to anybody about anything because it comes off as me explaining something realistic that's going on in my life is, is making me sound like a negative person. But it's not. You're just mm -hmm. explaining something and you're, you're expressing your true feelings about it. Like, as a human being, like, we have naturally, sometimes we have negative feelings yeah and it's okay to feel those and to ignore those is just not doing you any just like you're literally suppressing your feelings by ignoring any type of negative feelings like you have to feel them mm -hmm. and for me like when I'm going through something I allow myself to feel those things the difference is I don't I feel them and I don't literally sit and sulk in them like I feel them I allow myself to feel it and then I move on I try to figure out a solution some mm -hmm. things are harder to get over than others like for instance like I'm gonna be super personal but one of the problems was like my grandma had passed away like that's not something that I'm just gonna get over like it takes time yeah but some of the other problems they may have been easier to get over and to find a solution to um and I don't think like anyone ever gets over death it's just something you learn how to yeah. deal with better yeah exactly and like even talking about it now makes me a little emotional but you know um 
anyways, all the other problems, it's just like, you know, you feel whatever you feel. You feel angry, you feel frustrated, you feel defeated, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And then you start working towards a solution. But I just think it's unhelpful when you talk to somebody and they just force positivity down your throat. Right. And I think you really have to use discernment to understand, you know, there are moments sometimes when someone needs to hear some encouraging words. And then there's moments where you just need to listen. It's like you kind of have to realize uh, what moment is what. Because I am I know for some people, like, they need to hear a different outlook on things because they're so in their mind that they're like, you know what? Like, I didn't think about it. You're right. But then there's people like you, like you said, like, you're not, you just need to talk about it and you know that you're going to do something about it or get over it. But in the moment that you're expressing yourself to someone, like, you just need to get it off your chest. But the type of person that you are, like, you're going to... Um, talk about it and then work on it. And there's some people who like really are just like stuck and yeah. because you might have a little bit of that mindset or you have more wisdom or you've been in the same situation as them and can offer them some advice. You know, it's just like, it. There, but there's very two specific times and every time someone comes to you, you don't need to be giving them advice. Yeah, sometimes know? people don't talk to you because they want advice. They just want to get stuff off their chest. Yeah. And another thing is that, like, one thing that we need to realize as a whole is that we can't tell somebody how long they're allowed to feel away about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for me, like, I may get angry about something and get over it in, like, an hour or a day. You may get angry about something and it takes you a week. And then someone else, it may take them a month. But that's just their, like, healing process of it all. And I just feel like sometimes we expect people to get over things as quick as we as we do ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's not the process for everyone. And we just need to be more, like, understanding about it. Um, Yeah. I we were having this one conversation because you were telling me that like sometimes I'm dismissive and I was trying to explain to you that it's like I I definitely can see that but also like for me <laughs> sometimes I can't like sorry I'm not talk- talking at you I literally have a tickle in my head. bitch I don't care <laughs> but a tickle get it out honey because I got yeah. shit to say okay <laughs> go <laughs> no I'm fucking with you but it's like sometimes for me. It's like, it really sucks because I want to be there as a friend and obviously I want to listen to you, but like for me to listen to that shit and get in the right mindset to even like, you know, have empathy for you, that's like negative towards me because I, not towards me, but to me. No, because but I'm, I'm making this space because like, I never experienced you being dismissive about anything like this. Usually you're dismissive about things that like, they're not a big deal, but it's just like, dang, like if I'm excited about something. Mm-hmm. like say oh my gosh like look at this like message i got like isn't this so cool and you're just like okay like that type of dismissal so i'm like what the fuck like i'm excited yeah. like you're like, like match my energy no i hate when people when you when you get like really good news or like an achievement and people are dry about it and it's like i will never talk to you again on some shit right. like that because no, you're I a fucking hater 
I think the most recent thing that happened is I sent you these screenshots of the conversation I was having with someone. And I was like, oh, this is a good podcast episode idea. And you're like, cool. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that type of shit. Like, you've never been the type of person where if I talk to you about something important, you're just, like, dismissive about it. Because if that was the case, we probably wouldn't be friends. Right. But. (laughs) Dude, text is so weird for me because I'm like, it's really hard. The way that I talk and think it's hard for me to get like I don't want to I don't know it's hard for it to come out over text so I'm like I don't want to just not (laughs) I know but I'm like I don't want to just not reply but also I'm like I don't really know what to say in this instance but if we were like on the phone I'd be like damn that's cool so like how did this happen and da 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 but I'm like I don't want to text that shit (laughs) send me a voice memo (laughs) true but for me I think also because we talk every day like I'm gonna just bring it up later and be like Wait, so what was that thing again? Like, you know? Oh, and that's another thing about earlier, like, 54 minutes ago, <laughs> when I was talking about what these niggas are not doing, it's like, bro, I'm interested in my interests. Like, if I told you something, like, bounce off of that or be like, oh, she told me this last week and da 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 But, oh, my God. That's interesting. What do they end up talking about? I don't know, though. They'll be like, oh, cool. Or they'll just ignore it and reply to a part of the message and da-da-da-da. But, girl, I don't know. Because I'm like, even if I'm not interested in what someone's telling me about, I'm going to, like, I care more about having a conversation. And if you're clearly interested in this, oh, okay, like, let's talk about it. But I honestly just feel like being able to have a conversation is a skill because I have had great conversations with like strangers standing in the line at their grocery store. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you are so interested in me. You can't, you can't figure out how to talk to me. Like, how do you talk to your friends? Like what, like where are your conversational skills? I don't know. I think just too much of everything is, it's all physical. And it's like, bro, like that's only cool for so long. Like, what's next? Even when people just bombard me with compliments, I'm like, okay, like, it's uncomfortable because I'm like, I feel like all you want to do is fuck me and like, cool, but like, damn, bro, I was trying to, I was trying to be on a cruise in the Bahamas with you, like, not, not at the crib. (laughs) There's niggas just for the crib, but you aren't one of them. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, back to the streets I go. You know, I was actually kind of impressed by that song. It was really cute. Nice to hear her do something else. Yeah. Sweetie's a dope ass individual. I know. I would definitely want to hang out with her. Yeah. Her creative team is like awesome. Like the type of content that she puts out is just so great literally when i go to my friend's house we always watch her vlogs and like i just love how much of a i feel like we could have gone to school together or something like she feels like a homegirl you know mm-hmm. love that about her she's not no like super industry type person because she literally is a homegirl like she literally went to us yeah. mm-hmm. and she was like i got a dream and i'm gonna make it and she did i wonder That's- how she met justin combs though Dude, just being around and being fine in LA, like my homegirl's cousin was literally dating this rapper just from being at a party and like they met. Like you know that's just did? LA life. 
Huh? She did used to work at a strip club. Like, she was a bartender. So maybe oh, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I remember she used to date. Girl, Sweetie's been popping for a minute because, like, when influencers just started, she's a bad bitch. So people are naturally just like, who is this? And she had this thing called Money Making Mommy. She's always, she was selling shirts and hats. I remember she was dating her. She was dating a famous actor. I don't want to say his name because it's like, who would want to be in a conversation with their ex? But honestly, I'm like, I'm at the point now, after the first two hiccups, I'm like, all right, you're not getting it and you're not trying to get it. So it's like, I can't make you try to get it because you don't want to get it. But before I was just so fixated, like, let's make this work. Let's make this work. Or, you know, you be in the mindset of, oh, he keeps coming back. Like, it has to be, it has to mean something. Like, no. No. That's not what that means at all. Mm-mm. Girl. But it's so crazy because that situation doesn't have a hold on me whatsoever anymore. And I was stuck on that mother. I literally am stuck on stuff until I it makes sense to me and I figure it out. I'm fixated on it. That's un- it. You know that that's considered unhealthy? Girl, everybody does something unhealthy. At least I'm fucking <laughs> working towards a solution. It's no, all for it's all for self reflection. It's not for self destruction. If you went to therapy, that's what your therapist would tell you. Yeah, that's why I'm like I used to want to go to therapy, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's there's nothing that I can't talk myself through. Like I haven't been through. You know, some people need it, and it would be very beneficial to them. But for me, I think I just need time because with time, I gain more wisdom and understanding and then I'm able to see why that happened. It helps. Like, I'd be cool, honestly. I don't have nothing to cry about. I'd be bored and lonely, but I'm like, it's nothing to cry about. <laughs> That's just life. <laughs> but also, it feels good to cry. No, yeah. But also the night I cried, I was faded and I was just listening to Drake and shit. So Damn. I was listening to Drake and control, Sizzle. Like, well, how the I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I remember it was so crazy because I was literally boohooing on my floor and my fucking roommate came in and he was like, Bitch, what the fuck? Like he was consoling me and shit. He was really just like he was like, Damn, I feel you, A. Like, I really feel you. And I was like, This is why you my fucking brother, bro. <laughs> Oh man, the human existence is so crazy, and I love that like we're able to talk about it openly because I feel like we've we've always been like good friends, but like we didn't like have super open conversations or like be honest about anything, and like even now we'll talk about situations like from back in the day and be like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I never knew you was going through that. I never knew you felt that way. I feel like back then, like, honestly, we didn't know who we were at the time. And also, like, we just didn't understand, like, our own feelings. And now, like, we're kind of just like, dang. Right. It's, like, hard to talk about things you don't understand. Right. I'll be looking back at situations like, damn, that kind of wasn't okay. Like, at all. Right. Yeah, I'm just like, why did I do that? <laughs> why did I do that again? Bro, there's been some things I've that I've done. I'm like, that's very questionable. I know, but I will say that majority of our time spent as 
adolescence was fun as hell. Like, we had some really good times. Yeah, we really did. (laughs) Oh, God. Bitch, I remember this one time. We got so drunk off Bombay. My ass was laying on the damn side. I don't talk about it. (laughs) I'm talking about me. I was on the damn sidewalk, babe. Bro, that was the first time I ever got drunk. And my mom, it wasn't even midnight yet. <laughs> I was so drunk, I couldn't even remember my pin to my debit card. And it was my birthday. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't remember. And I had to go home. It, was, it, was, it wasn't even 12 years before 12. And I walked straight from my the door to my room, which is like maybe like six feet away not even that far and i thought i walked there in a straight line but apparently i was walking all over the place and like not talking straight because i said all i heard was who dropped you off i said ashley and walked straight to my room when i talked to my mom in the morning she's like i knew you was drunk because when you walked in you were walking all over the place and i said who dropped you off and you were mumbling and then i and then i hear you throwing a bunch of stuff on the ground and then you went to bed i was like damn I was I thought I was taking stuff off my bed gently and laying in bed, but whatever. Hey, I remember I used to come home so faded and this one time my mom watched me make two peanut butter jokes. She was literally just like staring at me, watching me make it. I was like, bro, my heart ain't never been so fast in my life. I was Do you like, think you, you were not making it right? Up. Or were you making did you think you were making it right or you were making mistakes? I don't even know. Like, you accidentally put the, the, the peanut butter in the fridge. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I was like, you cannot fuck up. You cannot fuck up. I'm making a damn peanut butter and jelly. Like, why did she have me stressed like that? She used to stay doing stuff like that. Because I remember when I was in Germany and I was young. That's when I really used to come home faded. I was in, like, eighth, ninth grade drinking straight Russian vodka out the gas station, bro. Anyway, this one time came home drunk as fuck. I know I smell like the liquor station. My mom's sitting on the couch watching TV. She's like, because, bro, you know, we're young, so you getting drunk at like four. By the time you come home at like 18, you know, you didn't really, you didn't know how to plan that shit out well. Like, damn, I got to be a little bit undrunk, got to spray something. Like, none of that was going down. My mom was like, come here. So I sat down next to her. Literally, we sat in silence for like five minutes, and she's like, Okay, you can go to your room. She probably like, smelt you. Right. I'm like, bro, you trying to give me a, a heart attack? <laughs> what was the purpose of this? You want me to feel guilty? <laughs> you think she knew? She knew. Oh, yeah. She knew. She knew. She smelt it. She had to have. Because I'm literally like, I didn't do anything but chug the bottle and throw that bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> and walk home. <laughs> Growing up was so fun. Now, after a couple of drinks, I like my stomach. Dude, I remember the last time I was drunk, I called you. Yeah, I thought my sweet. life was gonna be over. I thought I was dead. It was so sweet because you're like, I just if I die, I just I just wanted to call you, and I was like, oh. But it was just like the drama. <laughs> I literally, I was like, girl, if you don't drink some water and go make yourself throw up or something. Like, I literally threw up on the phone with you. Right. And you're like, and then I just like, ah, I'm going to go to sleep now. 
I was like, oh my god. I'm literally psychotic. Psychotic. I'm tired now. Yeah, I'm like, this is a great talk. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Oh my gosh, damn bitch. We have to we have to give an outro. You have to end the episode with a call to action. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm sorry too, man. Make sure y'all follow Black Women Social on Instagram and Girl Let Me Tell You Period Podcast. We'll catch up with y'all later. It was nice talking to y'all. We love you. I hope you love you. And deuces. Bye. Bye.